It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. And we're on with uh, Dr. Larry Brilliant, and we hope he is. I think he is. And we're going to be talking about uh, patient safety. He is the VP and Chief Medical Officer. You sound like an important guy, Doc. Wow. Good morning. How are you? Wow. How did you get that title there? Yeah. That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get that answered. But this is an interesting topic, talking about patient safety and quality of care. Oh, yeah, great. But, you know, it's sort of, I won't say it's lost, but you sort of like it's implied. But like you said, like we were talking ahead of time, but boy, it can rear its head at any time and any moment. And you have to yeah. you have to deal with that. And I think different people think quality is different things. To yeah, me, right. quality is the quality of the healthcare. Are yeah. people nice to you? Is yeah. your experience good? Is the are the is the hospital clean? Mm-hmm. And most importantly, are there doctors and the staff taking good care of you? Right. And in this world, with all the information flying back and forth, and you have navigators and and assistants and everything else, this the synergy that goes along with the organization, the organizational uh, part of it. Is really is really pretty important as well. Make sure that uh, have all the information right. It's in, in good shape. But it is kind of amazing how it does work out because having been under the knife more than a few times here, for you can really attest to the fact how how the machinery really operates. And you're kind of like, thank God for that. Right. And there's two types of times you want to get care. One is elective. You want to get an orthopedic Mm -hmm. procedure. You have time to research it. But let's say you're with your family on vacation. You're driving down 95 heading to Florida and someone gets sick and you go to a hospital. You Mm -hmm. follow the H. You want to make sure that they are a safe hospital. Mm -hmm. And how do we do that? And that's part of our job. Right. And uh, how long have you been... at uh, St. Mary's and doing what you so do. So I am a clinically an emergency medicine physician. Mm-hmm. I've been practicing emergency medicine for three years at St. Mary's, and then one year ago switched over to the chief medical officer. Prior to that, I was at Doylestown for 15 years. Wow. So I've been in the Bucks County area for a while. And you're from Richboro, so you live close. You know, you know where everything is and how everything yes. works. To yes. be sure, the the, uh, uh, the patient safety. Um, that uh, all I can think of is they put the wristband on fall fall risk. This this kind of there's many different mm-hmm. codes and colors. That's part of that's part of it, isn't it, Doctor? Yes. Uh, and I, know, and I know patients get very frustrated when three separate people say to you, "What's your name? What's your birth date? What are you here for?" But that's mm-hmm. part of patient safety. Yeah, it's that redundancy in the process to make sure we are getting the right medicine to the right patient at the right time. Right, and and after a while, it's it becomes part of this the standard operating procedure or a birth date and. Exactly. Who are you? And then just, all right, just, we'll just, you know, we don't have time to get uh, offended. Get other things to worry nature. about. It's second nature. Yeah. Don't, you know, don't be offended if we ask you the question three times. It's not because we forgot your name. Yeah. It's because we want to make sure you're safe. Yeah. And in the environment, too, uh, doctor, it's interesting because a lot of times you'll, as a patient, you'll hear about half of what they tell you and maybe get about a quarter of it because you're either under strain or, geez, I hope, you know, hope I wake up for crying out loud when it's all over. And you're trying to process all that together to make the experience, you know, rather uh, rather reassuring mm-hmm. at the same time that you get good results. And here's what's going to happen. And here's how your rehab is going to go. And here's where you have to follow up. And here's how this, here's how the process works because we don't know <laughs> what it is. We have to find out from you. And a lot of the communication issues and 
getting things in place is rather difficult. And don't be afraid to ask for clarification. Mm -hmm. We really want, I know patients are afraid to ask questions, but this is your health. Mm -hmm. Ask the questions. If you have to ask it twice, if you have to call the doctor back, ask the question again. Don't do a procedure if you don't fully understand what you're about to do. Safety and quality, like you said, go hand in hand. Everybody has a little interpretation with that. Uh, Does it also interact too? Do you also talk to say other physicians that happen or other st- uh, staff members other oh, doctors absolutely. and uh, just make sure uh, what you're saying is what is being uh, uh, implemented or some kind of uh, we're all on the we, same page kind of thing we measure a lot of data we share the data with our physicians if there are outliers or any issues or trends we identified we put projects and teams together to identify those issues right and a lot of times too You'll you'll read all the the bad stuff, uh, you know. They, somehow they operated on the wrong leg, you know, that kind of thing down in Tampa, ha ha ha. But at the same time, you never hear all the the good things that happen. True. The, yeah. the the good care you get, and they there's survey upon survey, and and, and we people get, call you back and and get input on what uh, what you think you might be able to do better. Yeah. So historically, if something yeah. bad happened, we would let all the staff know, hmm. but we hadn't done it on the good stuff. So now we try to share all good with the staff also. When mm-hmm. they hear that that patient that they took care of for a week is now walking and playing tennis and yeah. feels great, they've done their job. We try to give them the good feedback also. Right. And, and uh, being hospitalized does have its risks as well. You're in uncharted waters there. A lot of times, uh, you know, patients do weird things like decide to take a walk when they're not supposed to mm-hmm. without any supervision or Oh, I rang twice and nobody came, you know, kind of nurse isn't there, you know, that kind of stuff. And, yeah, so if you're identified yeah. with a fall risk, mm-hmm. we do a lot of things to make sure you're okay. Check on you frequently. Do you have to go to the bathroom? That's when patients fall. They get up in the middle of the night. They mm-hmm. think they're in their bedroom. The bathroom is to the right at home. It's to the left here. Mm-hmm. They trip over something. Make sure yeah. there's no clutter in the room. Get the patient up to the bathroom several times during the night so they can do it electively and not when they're do confused. You, do you have few, uh, a few of these... Um uh, like drills, or do to uh, almost like you have a fire drill when you're in high when you're in school. Do you do kind of drills or procedures with yeah. with all your staff, nurses? And yeah, abso- like that? Yes, yeah. absolutely. And we also just started a simulation program. Mm-hmm. So we have simulation dummies, these mannequins. Mm-hmm. These mannequins are are, are lifelike. They blink, yeah. they turn colors, they make sounds, and it's an opportunity to practice real-life situations on mannequins. So you practice, so when you come to the real situation, it runs smoothly, and it's That's great right. for teamwork. Uh, warning, danger, Will Robinson, like the days of Lost in Space or right, something right. like that, or Hal there from 2000, 2001. And sometimes people would, uh, and you probably have to deal with um, things that could be acquired, like said, a clean hospital that you get. Maybe infections that uh, you didn't come in with and things yeah, like that. As much right? as we want to be at zero, yeah. Yeah. infections still occur. Our rates are going down significantly mm-hmm. over the past couple of years. But we look at each infection separately and work at steps to make sure it does not happen. Right. And you deal with you know, older patients, too, like myself you know, in their 60s. And recovery is a little bit more difficult than it was when you're 21. I mean, I'll give you an example. Um, catheter-associated urinary tract infection. We call them caudies. So when a catheter... <sighs> a catheter is placed in, there's a risk of infection. You're taking something from the outside that's potentially dirty and sticking inside the body. There's a risk of infection. So now we are looking at why do we put them in? We've empowered the nurses to take them in if they don't meet criteria, and we've significantly decreased our rate of catheter-associated infection. Right, and you don't want the you don't want anybody readmitted. I mean, uh, not only for, for health-wise, but 
you're, you're also worried about cost-wise as well, right? It's, uh, and and we mentioned this. Uh, I mentioned it to you before. Is hey, they don't want you hanging around, so you're you're you know you're either rehabbing at home or going as an outpatient or going to some rehab center if you, if that's the case. Correct. Meanwhile, you're you're out and there's less time in there, so you definitely are increasing your percentages. Would you say? And we have more resources now yeah. in the community. When you leave, we can set you up with a home health care visit by a nurse the next day. Yeah. So the opportunity to get patients out of the hospital is much more, it's prevalent now than it was before. Yeah, and at the same time, you have to get feedback from what other places are doing. If you send them to some place, you want to make sure that they're getting a good experience, too. So, you know, their rehab center, well, they, you know, they dropped a 10-pound weight on my foot. Well, right. and, that, and we, then you're not going there anymore. So when we talk about quality, we yeah. look at our surrounding um, skilled nursing facilities and nursing yeah. homes for quality, readmissions, infections, et cetera, to make sure their experience is good, too, and then we can recommend those to our patients. So you're also uh, look on the lookout. Not only are you in-house looking at somebody, you're also examining what other Correct. Other other uh, entities are doing. We are as all well. part of the same team with the patient in the center. You got it. And we're talking to Dr. Larry Brilliant. He is the VP and Chief Medical Officer, and we're talking about safety. And uh, this is the first time that we've ever uh, done a show with a surgical mask over. Come it. on, man. No, we're not. We're we're not doing that. Right, Imagine stopping deadly heart attacks and strokes with a tiny patch the size of a coin. Imagine replacing and repairing faulty heart valves through a two-inch incision. Imagine correcting irregular heartbeats. With radio frequency energy, St. Mary Medical Center heart specialists solve the most complex cases with advances never before imagined. For a physician referral, call 215-710-5888. St. Mary Medical Center. It's your health. Expect more. Energy costs are skyrocketing. Now is the time to upgrade your old heater and air conditioning systems to more efficient units to save on your utility bills. Harris Comfort can also handle all your propane needs, as well as providing sales and service on whole house generators. Harris Comfort is still family-owned and has been serving our area for over 60 years, providing sales, service, installation, and peace of mind. Call 215-788-4596 or go to harriscomfort.com. Harris Comfort, still family and still local. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. Rolling right along here in good spirits here with Dr. Larry Brilliant, the Chief Medical Officer, talking about quality and safety and all that good stuff that uh, makes your experience not only worthwhile but reassuring as well right doctor and yes, so yeah. like you get the good results and everything else and you, ahead of time you want to talk about websites and contact and things like that that people yeah, there, can there, find out more there are many resources online so if you want to get your hip replaced or you want to get heart surgery there are hospital compare which is a meta it's a government sponsored website so it's it's totally neutral and they compare different institutions for their experience mm-hmm. for their infection rates right so if you have the opportunity as a good consumer be able to pick where you're going. If you end up somewhere emergently, that's a different story. Yeah. And there is an organization, it's a federal organization called the Joint Commission. And you'll see hospitals are Joint mm. Commission accredited. And what that is is an institution that it comes into your hospital to make sure you are safe. So in order to make to get federal funding, you have to be approved by this organization. So most hospitals need federal funding to survive. Right, and you probably get graded as well when you get the results. So how do you get the? How do you get? Graded? And they come in. They give you yeah. recommendations. Now, a little plug: we just got a three-year. Uh, they come in. They do a survey, and you are good for three years. So we have 
have a full three-year accreditation uh, with really no issues. But if sometimes they come and they say, you need to fix X, Y, and Z, or you do not get your accreditation, we'll mm-hmm. be back in 90 days. So then get your act together. But uh, recently getting the 2017 Pioneers in Quality Award certainly um, will get somebody's attention. I've got mine uh, from the Joint Commission, uh, one of only five facilities nationwide to to get it. And uh, that uh, is also best practice contributor in electronic clinical quality measures. Uh, and uh, explain that. Uh, and uh, can you, you, repeat, can you your... repeat the question? I'm kidding. Okay. No. no. So um, the ECQMs, <laughs> yes. we talked about quality. Yeah. And how do you measure quality? And we have a lot of indicators. If you had a stroke, we know it's best practice to send you out on a blood thinner, maybe an aspirin. Coumadin. Potentially Coumadin. Or we send, and we also should send you out on a cholesterol medicine mm. to help your cholesterol. If you have an infection, did we treat you with the appropriate antibiotic? If you were in our emergency department in the ER, what was your time to be seen? How long were you kept in the ER? And these are all different indicators. You can imagine that someone having to go through charts and fill out a piece of paper and electronically, electronically submit it to the government for review or yep. any of these websites would be tough. Yeah. Now it's electronic. It mines the data automatically out of our information systems and sends it out automatically. We take that data now and share it back to the clinicians. We don't want you, if you don't move, you may get a blood clot in your leg. It's a, it's a known fact. You just, if you're not moving, we want to keep you up and moving. Right. Or we give you a medicine or we put some device on you to prevent this. This way we can measure this electronically, share the data instantaneously with the, uh, the government, if necessary, and then also take it back to the docs and nurses at the bedside. Right, and there's a certain amount of awareness, too. If you're in an emergency room, and we've all been there a few times, you smash your hand with a hammer, uh, and, and you're waiting to get treated, and somebody comes in in heart failure, uh, they're going to wait on you a little. And that's, you're, you're going to have to go to the back of the line a little bit. But uh, those, how come I had to wait an hour? Well, there's a couple of. It's called cardi- triage. Is, yeah, the sorting process. It's a uh, cardiac event. So guess what? You know, move to, I'll, I, I wouldn't trade that with anybody. So those are the kind of things that, you know, the knowledge part of it. Well, and, it took me an hour. Yeah, but there were three, you know. And that's all was, part of communication. Yeah. People don't mind waiting as mm-hmm. long as they know what they're waiting for. Right. And one of the good things, too, is you rack up awards and everything else. But you said this, you're always looking for more. When you first started, Dr., uh, um, is it different now than it was when you started? We've oh, ab- absolutely. Yeah. When you look at graphs and you see a rate of infection slowly going down, you know you're doing something good for the patient. Right. And at the same time, the St. Mary nurses also got some uh, some some props as well, right? So, so they, as a project, they played with that simulation medicine mm-hmm. we talked mm-hmm. about and showed how they can decrease um, events by using these mannequins to practice. Yeah. So it's been great all around. Yeah, and the the nursing profession has, re- oh boy, you want to talk about uh, changes and uh, what they do and how they do it and uh, the dedication involved. And having seen them in action, you realize uh, how good they really are. From from I've been in the IC units where they're calm and cool to when they're, you know. Absolutely. And, yeah. and it's a different ball game for people who are working admissions. It's a different kind of personality, different kind of dynamic. So you have all the pieces in place. And all the people that are, uh, are trained and good at what they do. Yeah, we mean, also just initiated a patient um, concierge service. So if you come in and have any concerns, you just ask to speak to one of these um, employees. And what they will do is they will walk you through, take care of any issues you have, with any concerns about the outpatient follow-up. All those resources are there. Again, just ask. Right. And probably the, the information, like you say, the flow of information, there's now... 
um, the assistants and navigators and things like to, to be to be integrated as well. That's something fairly not want to say new, but it's something that uh, has kind of evolved based on all the information, right, Doctor? You want to make sure that the doctors know they're getting the information, and a lot of times, uh, you know, with all the uh, I had surgery, and I said, I got to tell you, the people that are working with you are pretty darn good as far as getting everything to you. And he goes, Oh. Oh, oh, great! I'll I'll let them know, and that was a kind of it kind of took them by surprise. You know, you kind of you kind of always like a pat on the back and make sure how everything's going. But when you've experienced it, and they're so rushed with everything, mm-hmm. how do they get it all right? You know, he just was worried about replacing my hip, but it, it took a lot before it got to that point. And we have a lot of people yeah. that call in with concerns. Yeah, and they they I I so sorry to bother you, but I have to let you know, and and we welcome that. Can't yeah. get better. Unless you hear about these issues. Yep. And then we're able to address them and make changes so others don't have the same experience. Doctor, do you go to other places? Uh, I mean, sometimes you get locked into where you are. Do you go elsewhere? Do you lecture out of, out of uh, state or anything on what you do? Do you, do you go to uh, uh, seminars on other things in other parts of the country and bring them back? Do you, yes. So yeah. we just presented our, yeah. our healthcare-acquired infections mm-hmm. condition at a mm-hmm. national meeting. Uh, St. Mary Medical Center is part of Trinity Health. Mm-hmm. which is a national Catholic health organization. So the amount of resources that are available to us at the sister at the, at the home office is amazing. So we all share information, share best practice, share ideas. Uh, it's a great mechanism to do that. Right, and it's, uh, it is kind of, it's, it's not so parochial as it was, you know, with the, like, uh, people come from all parts of the country to go to Children's Hospital of Philadelphia sure. mm-hmm. uh, or go to New York to Mount Sinai and some, some of those places or, or Sloan Kettering. Or Mayo Clinic, they still have the the big ticket uh, for for specialization, but they still come here too, and that's that's got to be that's got to be pretty good. Because right in the hub here between New York, Philadelphia, this corridor, yeah, we are, there's a lot going on. We call ourselves a community hospital on steroids mm. <laughs> because we do. We have full neurosurgical support. We have an incredible heart program, cancer program, so we can compete with these major uh, entities like you were talking about before. Yeah. So it's just we're just so lucky to have this in our backyard. We're talking with Dr. Larry Brilliant. We are we are even more efficient than when we first started. Now we're coming right back here on St. Mary Healthline. Imagine stopping deadly heart attacks and strokes with a tiny patch the size of a coin. Imagine replacing and repairing faulty heart valves through a two-inch incision. Imagine correcting irregular heartbeats with radio frequency energy. St. Mary Medical Center heart specialists solve the most complex cases with advances never before imagined. For a physician referral, call 215-710-5888. St. Mary Medical Center. It's your health. Expect more. Energy costs are skyrocketing. Now is the time to upgrade your old heater and air conditioning systems to more efficient units to save on your utility bills. Harris Comfort can also handle all your propane needs, as well as providing sales and service on whole house generators. Harris Comfort is still family-owned and has been serving our area for over 60 years, providing sales, service, installation, and peace of mind. Call 215-788-4596 or go to harriscomfort.com. Harris Comfort, still family and still local. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. We are hitting the ground running today with uh, Dr. Larry Brilliant, who is the, well, he's the VP and Chief Medical Officer. He's Mr. Efficient. He even files his nails under N. That's how organized he really is. It's amazing how, how things really work out. And you were talking, Doctor, too, about uh, 
things are going really well, winning awards, which uh, and you're involved with so many things, which allows you to do more things. And we'll tell you about the uh, residency, you said. Yes, yeah, so we are going to embark on our gradu- graduate medical education journey, teaching residents. So residents are the next generation of physicians. So starting in July of 2018, we've been approved to start an internal medicine residency. We're hoping the year after to start a family practice residency and some others as every other year pursues after that. And it gives us the opportunity to bring young talent to our community, train them with the hope that they want to stay, that they build a patient base and a following and they want to stay in the Bucks County area. Right. It's a competitive process as well. You're like uh, recruiting you know, for football, like for Penn State or something, trying to get the, the brightest, the best, and the ones that want to uh, carry on here yeah, to so keep up the, go- uh, the good work. The application opened about three Wednesdays ago, and by Friday we had 300 applicants. That's we have good. already started the interview process, which is yeah. fantastic. And being a, a doctor today, it's not like the old days of uh, the, the single practice. Or it's, it's so much different now. And I guess the doctor's perspective is probably a heck of a lot better. They probably work with, with each other more rather than getting the flu shot at the, in a, an office building somewhere, right? So. And it also increased so that our faculty, our attending physicians, the doctors who take care of patients in the hospital, are now going to be teachers. Mm-hmm. They're going to go back to the academic days, and they're so excited about the ability to teach because it increases our sophistication right. and our learning as we move along. Yeah, I was noticing, too, because I had you know, a reconstructive foot surgery at a, a hospital. I was a teaching hospital. and had, had uh, not only the doctors, and they had students in there just taking notes. And I said, gee, I didn't realize there was going to be research here today. But mm-hmm. it, uh, it, but they were young and eager and asking questions and getting feedback. And what do you think? And it's a- it, was, it was kind of a, uh, uh, kind of a surprising experience for me it's, uh, you know, to tell them, you know, what it's like in the arena, and they're, they were kind of really soaking it all up there. So yeah. so we're going to have medical students. We yeah. have physician assistant students. We'll have residents. So we're really moving St. Mary in a, in a new direction. Here. Yes. You could find a doctor at St. Mary's. You, the physician referral line is 215-710-5888. Or uh, get online for more information. Get to the website, www.stmaryhealthcare.org. So one of the things, too, uh, uh, doctor, is on the list here is the role of the Family Advisory Council at St. Mary's and uh, benefiting patients. Can you give us a little more light on that? Sure. So, I mean, every day we deal with the doctors and the nurses, and we, we understand what their concerns are and how we can improve what we do via them. But we really should look at the patients. So this is a group of patients who come back to us who have had family members who are patients, and they have open discussion. They, the, the ER has mm-hmm. been brought up several times. What can we do? Communication. We know you're going to wait if you have a cut, perhaps, but how do you let people know that four heart attacks just came in? So it's just part of that communication, keeping people up to date, uh, getting it from the patient and the family perspective rather than what we see it from the healthcare provider. And I love those rib socks that they give you, too. So I got a bundle of them at home. <laughs> but they put them on before you get into the operating room. And say, why, why were you doing this? And then when you wheel it, it's like 32 degrees. <laughs> yeah, now I get that now. Yeah, so that's the that's the way they work, and also the the way the uh, operating rooms work too. The the some of the uh, equipment in there is uh, it's amazing. It, it is it's, it is it is absolutely amazing yeah. what people we do nowadays. They're hooking you up, and you're they're reading this and reading that, and and like you said, ask questions. What are you doing now? Well, we're ch- we're working the this and we're checking that and look at that. That's the is your blood pressure something over something other? Is the heart rate going mm-hmm. here? And this is uh, where you're at. And you know, if it gets to that, thing, if it gets to this point, then you, you you hit the buzzer and somebody's going to come in. That kind of thing. So, 
you're kind of given your your marching orders at the same time. Very inclusive, I think. That's the the word I think in the years in, in uh, maybe years ago. Don't tell Mr. Smith. It's uh, you know I don't want to upset him. But I think now I think everything's on on the table, right, Doctor? It's a right, different sure. kind of ballgame, right? Doctor Smith has been my doctor for twenty years. Yeah. I'm not going to question him. Mm-hmm. Question him. That's your job. Yeah. If you have a concern or a question, ask the question. I, I kind of like the uh, the connection that hospitals have. You know, you have your primary physician, yet they're they're linked with a hospital, and there's a very good dynamic in there that probably wasn't there before. Whether it's in cardiology, you know, I've seen cardiologists, and the way the the integration is with a with a hospital like uh, I over in Jersey at Virtua, and with you is really a, a very uh, big-time dynamic now. Yeah, and that's the advantage of being part of a system mm-hmm. where we can share our medical records. Right. So when you go to see your primary care physician, you'll get all the notes, medicines, et cetera, from your cardiologist, mm-hmm. you know, as long as they're in the same system. So it saves a lot of time. It's, it's a patient safety issue. Yeah. So two doctors are not prescribing different medicines for the same patient. Right. And it's, uh, it's funny because I saw my primary recently... I was, we was talking to the cardiologist about you the other day, and I was, wow, that's that. And it, it kind of sneaks up. It's like, boy, they're really, they're really on their toes. They get their stuff going. And, it's true. And yeah, you're, true. Constantly, you're constantly, the, it just feels part of this, the service mentality. You feel like you're, you're being serviced as a, as a, not only as a patient, but as a customer. Yeah, and that's what we hope to hear. Yeah. That yeah. people feel well taken care of wholly. Their body, their mind, et cetera. Yeah. Do you, do you do a lot of uh, um, like uh, I guess surveys or uh, yes. focus groups and things like that? So we I do mean, do focus groups, yeah, yeah. but we also participate in surveys or so mm-hmm. random selection of patients. We'll get a survey. Mm-hmm. We do take all that information. We take all that comments and we do feed it back to all the physicians, practitioners involved. Right. So so to get a sort of a uh, like literally taking your temperature or where you're at with the yes yeah. yes and yeah. doctors are very competitive. Yeah. So if your friend's got a little higher score than you, you want to be you know, oh, you, out there also. Ooh. So we, we, we encourage that to yeah. be nicer. <laughs> yeah, at the same time, yeah, sure, so there's a little ego and pride involved. That's, that is good. Competition does bring out the best. Uh, and for so, for so much going on, in the, and it seems like it's just growing all the time, you could see where it could get out of control. You could miss a beat somewhere, but... Not necessarily. You seem to be able to have a good handle on that. That's why we put all these mechanisms in place. Yeah. At the same time, you have to rely on a lot of people, too. And that's that's important, too. The uh, ability to delegate, the ability to get the the information back and the people you can rely on. So so it's a a reliance business. So just a quick comment. In order to become a practicing physician at a hospital, you Mm -hmm. have to go what's called a credentialing and privileging procedure. So Dr. Smith can't just walk to the hospital and say, I'm putting my shingle out. I want to start taking care of patients. There is a very large screening process, databases, FBI, prior records, transcripts, talk to references. So we want to make sure we're only hiring the best that's able to take care and give the best care to our patients. Right. As we as we get down to the end here, Doc, do you sort of give a, like a tutorial to some of the incoming physicians that may... You know, maybe a little new to the ball game and what kind of expectations you can give. Absolutely. It's part of the orientation, but it's also an ongoing process. Everyone always can learn. Yeah. And they probably would tell you things where they've been that uh, they did that said, well, that might might work here Mm -hmm. things like that. So you're constantly in the information gathering and dispensing business. Open exchange. Open exchange. And and with the uh, rapidity of all the 
technology, you can get information in a hurry, and that's that's even good for the patients. You can get consent forms. You can correct. You yes. can really speed the thing up where where uh, time is is of the essence too, right? Correct. So, yeah. Is there is there a place you'd like to go and uh, where you're where it is now? Would you like to take it to another level on something else? Have you seen? You maybe seen some things and say, "Boy, if I, I give me one more crack at this, is there yeah, something you'd the, like to work on?" Well, it's the graduate medical education. We mm-hmm. really want to work on that. Increase the number of programs. Perhaps do some fellowships. So after you do your residency, maybe you want to become a cardiologist or a gastroenterologist mm-hmm. or a plastic surgeon, and you can do fellowships. We're really looking to expand that graduate medical education. St. Mary has always been a very hospital based. We want to put our fingers more out in the community, medicine as we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. is going more and more out into the community, outpatient services. So we really have to expand into the community to bring the fine services that we offer at the hospital more to the outside community. And look at all the, the urgent cares and all the minute clinics that are that are popping up as well. Look at that. That has to be a part of the equation, too. That... Invite me back. We'll talk about those, too. Okay. Well, all right. Let's, that's it. We'll keep it open. Kate, you'll have to work on that for the next time we do this. So... Uh, Dr. Larry Brilliant, and he has been so, is the VP and Chief Medical Officer talking about quality care, patient safety, maybe some of the things you either took for granted or say, well, geez, maybe maybe I do have a bigger voice in my care than I thought I had before I started. You just never know, right? But that's correct. But uh, unless you don't you don't tell anybody anything, how are they going to react? But at the same time, all the information that you get certainly is going in a definitely a positive direction, to be sure. Correct. Doctor, thank you so much uh, for you. sharing the knowledge, and good luck on all the projects. And by the time we get you back uh, next time, maybe you'll have uh, some more stories to tell. Thanks for having me. All right. You've been listening to the St. Mary Health Line, and we get to it at 9 o'clock Wednesdays here on BCB.